Hi there. I want to thank you for logging on to my podcast, A Spiritual Update. You will be receiving a lot of information about the news, current trends. Um, it will be updates relating to God's perspective, to what the Bible is saying uh, regarding what is happening right now around the world. Not only that, but there will be messages that will relate to Christian living situations that we are going through as everyday Christians battles that we are facing, opposition from the world. So I believe that these messages will shed light to many things that we are going through, many things around the world that are happening right now. I pray without further ado that you are blessed by receiving this message. God bless you. Don't have your phones on, but for the majority of the time, I want you guys to, to be engaged. So John chapter 15, verse 4 through 5. Um, I'm going to go to it really quick. So um, the reason why I felt to bring us all together is because there's a lot of things that I want to restore within our discipleship. As you guys see, um, you know, there, there's more people. There's people that are not connected. And um, for, for a long time, the past few discipleships, um, I, I've, been, I've been bringing the whole net, the, the whole subnet. Um, but, but I'm, I'm going to begin to, to, um, put some, some, um, I'm going to begin to put some boundaries, um, you know, because I think that it's important for us and especially you guys that are my personal disciples, our personal disciples, uh, me and my wife, that, that, um, you guys are not taking for granted these messages. Um, I want you guys that when we have house of peace, um, all of you that are here, um, that when we have House of Peace, that you guys are the first ones that are there. Um, you know, that it's not a new person that's hungrier than you. Um, you know, that it's not someone that is out there um, taking that, that blessing and taking that. I want you guys to be the first ones that are there for the House of Peace, for the discipleship, for the events. I want you guys to be the first. We count on you guys. Us as your mentors, we're there for you guys. I believe that that we've been available um, every time that, that you need us. <clears throat> We're there for you. Um, and, and, and our relationship is mutual. You know, when, when we have these meetings, you know, like today I've been, I've been praying for this message since the beginning of the month. Um, you know, I, I take a lot of time when I pray, um, you know, when I study these messages because I want to make sure that I give you guys the best of me in these discipleships. You know, I want, I want to give you guys my best. I don't want to waste your time. Um, you know, I want you guys to walk with something that you will apply in your life. So, so every time that we have a house of peace or um, a meeting that I'm addressing, I want you guys to be the first ones that are there. Amen. 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 Amen, George. Amen. 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 Tiziano, Agustina, amen. I want you guys to be the mentors. Um, you know, I want you guys to be hungry. I want you guys to be committed. I want you guys to not be lukewarm. I don't want you guys in this season, you know, I want us to be um, hungry for God, hungry to be in relationship. So, so with that being said, um, today's message um, is on building godly and kingdom relationships. Um, John chapter 15, verse 4 through 5. I know that this is something that we all struggle with, building strong relationships. Um, so
So I'm going to go ahead and go deeper into this. John chapter 15, verse 4 through 5, it says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, so can you. So neither can you. I lost my, so neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse five, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. What is God saying here? He who abides in him, he who does not abide in God cannot do anything. The first principle about building relationships, of course, I can't start a message on relationships without talking about our relationship with God. This Bible verse, it's, it's, it's simple enough in the way that it tells us about building relationships. He who abides in me, I just read you that scripture, he who abides in me bears much fruit and they will do many things. Those that do not abide in God, they cannot do anything. So in order for you to bear fruit in every area in your relationships, do you want to bear fruit in your relationships? Do you want strong relationships? Do you want strong connections in your job in the kingdom of God? Come on, Jordan. See, in order for you to build strong relationships, it starts with your strong relationship with God. It starts with that strong foundation with God. Because without God, you just read the scripture right now, John chapter 15, verse 4 through 5. If that's the only thing that I preached to you, that's it. I gave you the, the, the main message. Because without God, we can do nothing. It says the scripture right there. Without me, you can do nothing. With God, he is the, the, the main source of building strong relationships of building strong connections in the kingdom of God. Write this down. There was an assignment of the devil in our lives. What is the devil's assignment in our lives? Just like how God has a plan for, for you and I. The devil has a plan for you and I. Okay? What is that assignment that the devil has in our lives? There's three things. Number one. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Okay, um, I'm going to have Oz if you can read that one. Um, and then if someone can go to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, uh, maybe um, Tiziano, if you can go to that one. Um, we're going to share some Bible verses. So the first one, mentor, please. first, I'm sorry? Can you repeat it again, mentor? Yeah, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And Oz, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. What is the devil's assignment in our lives? Jesus said, abide in me, because without me, you can do nothing. But there's an assignment that the devil has in your life. What is that assignment? Number one, Oz, if you can read the scripture along for us. Amen. <clears throat> do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness and do not sin, for some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Okay. 
the um, read the first part again. What translation is that? The New King James version. Okay. There's there's another translation that it says bad company corrupts good character. Um, read that first part again. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Okay. Corrupts good habits. Um, so the first assignment that the devil has for our lives is to corrupt humanity. Okay. He wants to corrupt humanity. Write this down. He wants to corrupt your habits. Okay. He wants to corrupt your character. He wants to bring rebellion, deception. He wants to bring division into the church. He wants to corrupt the way that you think. Okay. He wants you to make, he wants you to think, listen to this. He wants you to think that hanging out with godly people is boring. He wants you to think that hanging out with people from the world, that it is cool. He wants to corrupt that mindset. He wants you to think that the things of God are boring. He wants you to think that church, you know, that seeking the presence, he wants to corrupt the way that you think. Because if like, like that scripture said, do not be deceived. He wants to corrupt you with people. That's why relationships are so important because one relationship can send you straight to hell. One relationship can either send you straight to the presence of God. One relationship can take you away from the church. So, um, uh, to make us think um, people are cool, godly people can be boring. And listen to this. The devil, he wants you alone and in your mind. He wants you in your mind. He wants you away in your own wicked thoughts. Uh, when you are by yourself, when you are not around godly people, when you are not be building a strong relationship with people around you, has it ever happened to you? that you are by yourself and all of a sudden the devil just starts throwing thoughts at your head. He just starts throwing wicked thoughts. Am I the only one that when you're by yourself, you start thinking all these thoughts, all these thoughts of quitting, all these thoughts of throwing in the towel. You want to know why? Because the devil, he likes to operate in secret. Are we here? He operates in secret. He is a liar. He is a mastermind. So he wants you by yourself. He doesn't want you to be around godly people because when you're around godly people, you're going to be protected. When you're around godly people, he cannot plan his wicked thoughts into your life. So his, his, um, I remember that I had a disciple that um, he always said, he said, I don't, I don't want to go to church because every time I go to church, I, I, I feel like I can't get close to God. Um, you know, and, and he never made an effort to get close to godly people. And he was always hanging around with the worst kind of people. Um, you know, it's because his, his mind was corrupted. His mind, the way that he thought it was corrupted. Thank you for that one. Amen. Um, number two, Romans chapter 12, verse two. Um, Tiziano, do us all a favor. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse two. It says, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. All right. So that's the, that's the second thing that the enemy wants us to do, his assignment over our lives. We've read this scripture many times. The second assignment in, in, that he has for our lives is to cause us to live a life that is conformed. Thank you for that, amen. He wants us to live a life conformed. He wants you to be in the same job for 10 years. He wants you to have the same friends you had in high school. He wants you to, he wants you to stay at the same place that you were 10 years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago. 
and, and he wants you to live a life conformed. Number three, he wants to quench our passion and our fire for God. Oh my God, I just feel the presence of God. He wants to quench our passion and our fire for God. The devil will bring and take people into our lives to bring corruption, to conform us, and to quench our fire for God. This is why relationships, this is why abiding in God is so important. Because the devil brings these people, he brings some of these people to, to bring those assignments that he had over our life, to bring corruption, to cause you to conform, to cause you to lose your fire and your hunger with God. You know, people start hanging out with someone and then all of a sudden their fire goes down, their passion goes down. And at the same token, some people hang out with someone and all of a sudden they feel the presence of God. All of a sudden they're committed. All of a sudden they're on fire. All of a sudden they want to win souls. So there's a plan of the enemy, okay? Um, and to repel these plans, to remove these plans from the enemy, write this down. We need strong pillars. We need strong connections. We need people that will surround us, people that will guard us, okay? Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. Okay, I pray that by now I have your attention. <laughs> um, this is getting good. Uh, Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. This is only the beginning. Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. Write it down. Chapter 18, verse 20. For where two or three have gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. Whenever two or more people are gathered together, that is where the presence of God is. So we need people around us. Because when there are people that are around us in the name of God, his presence is there. Okay. Number one, write this down. Every new season that you will encounter in your life, it starts with a relationship. <laughs> Every new season is connected to a new person. Okay. Look at the disciples of Jesus. Their lives changed completely the minute that they connected with Jesus. Their lives were never the same. They threw away everything that they were in the world. And they, they, when they connected with Jesus, their lives changed completely. The woman that was bleeding for 12 years, she was bleeding and she heard about Jesus. And she said, I need my miracle. So she went and she rushed to Jesus. She found him in a crowd and she grabbed his cloak. And, and that's all that was necessary for her to be healed. How powerful it is a relationship that all you have to do, you hear about something, you connect yourself to that source and power can come. A new season can come into your lives. I can tell you these disciples had no idea that they were going to become 12 legendary apostles, that they were going to have, that they were going to write the Old Testament, that they were going to write the New Testament. These are people that God here entrusted. Their lives change completely. And God wants to do the same with you and your relationships, the relationship that you build. My life personally, the moment that I connected myself to our, to our ministry, my life changed completely. I'm sure all of you can say the same thing. Your lives has been changed. Your lives has been transformed. The moment that I met my wife, you know, my life changed, my life transformed. You know, everything went to a whole nother level. You know, because every season, whenever God brings a new person into your life, that is the beginning of a new season. That is the beginning of something new that is beginning to emerge in your life. A godly relationship can, can, can help you become a millionaire. <laughs> it, can, it can fund your next business idea, okay? It can connect you to a job that you need. That's how powerful it is. Some people all the time, oh my God, I'm praying for a job contract to come from the sky. I'm believing in God to bless me with finances. Well, God uses people to bless you. God uses people 
to provide for you. God uses people to go ahead and to bless you. So, so it is so important for us to understand that every new season is connected to, to, to a person. When there are no new seasons happening in your life, is because we're not adding relationships into our lives, okay? Another bullet point, write this down. God uses relationships to keep us in the cutting edge. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17, it says, um, it says that iron sharpens iron, okay? So iron sharpens iron. Have you ever tried and grab a blade and try to iron that blade and make it more sharp than what it is? That's what godly relationships do. That's what kingdom relationships do. They, they edify us. They build us up. Okay. They correct us when we need a reality check. <laughs> um, and we learn more from relationships than through teachings. I can, I can say this from the, you know, like, like there's no tomorrow. That there's times that I've learned more from, from, from having a relationship with my mentor than from listening to a message, than from listening to a teaching. Um, and, and the disciples themselves of Jesus, they could say the same thing because they saw a living representation of God on earth. They saw an example. They saw the way that Jesus modeled the Father. So it is important for us to be in relationship because they keep us in the cutting edge. And another bullet point, write this down. Um, relationships give us the counsel that we need to endure rough times. Okay, they give us the counsel that we need to endure rough times. When you are in a crisis, um, when you are going through a situation, okay, um, that relationship will minister to you. That relationship will impart into you. It will help you endure. It will help you. Okay, that is why it's so important for us because even when we're going through situations, when we go to those connections that we have built, they will edify us. They will minister to us. They will pray for us. They will deliver us. They will speak to us. When our emotions are running wild, they will speak to us. Write this down. Why is it challenging? Okay. Why is it such a challenge to build relationships, to build strong kingdom relationships? This is powerful. I'm recording this so that you can receive because this is, this is good stuff. Number one. Why is it challenging to, to build strong kingdom relationships? Number one, it is a challenge because our relationship with God is broken. Amen. Come on. Thank you for that, Amen. It is, it is a challenge because our relationship with God is broken. When our relationship with God is broken, write this down. When our relationship with God is broken, we are easily vulnerable to sin and iniquity, okay? We are easily vulnerable to sin, to iniquity. You will have impure motives, impure intentions. Look at Satan, that he was Lucifer, okay? He had a, he had a strong connection with the living God. And the moment that he disconnected himself from, from that connection, he deceived one third of the angels of heaven. He had impure motives. He had impure intentions because his relationship with God was beginning to become broken. So when your relationship with God is broken, your intentions to get into a relationship are going to become corrupt. 
You're going to get into a relationship maybe because you want something out of it, because you want a position, because you want a title, because you want money. So there's a lot of people right now that they are getting into relationships. And when I say relationships, I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about any kind of relationship, a business deal, anything. The reason why a lot of people do that is because when a relationship with God, there's impure motives, there's impure intentions. And when our relationship with God is broken, we will lack character. We will lack spiritual maturity. We will become familiar with people easily. Uh, we will get easily offended. There's so many things that happens when the relationship with God is broken. So this is why it's so important for us to abide in God. Because when, our, when we don't abide in God, everything else will not make sense. Everything else will become corrupt. Okay? Um, we will become independent. We will become prideful. Um, we will hide who we truly are. There's people right now that are hiding who they truly are. Can you believe that? They are trying to hide themselves. They are trying to seek acceptance because our relationship with God is broken. And write this down. We will treat godly relationships how we treat our relationship with God. Oh, my God. There's people right now, I said it on Wednesday, on. that because they are casual with their relationship with God, they are casual with the relationships that they built. Um, they are casual. We treat the friends, our co-disciples, those that are around us casually because our relationship with God is also a casual relationship. Okay? And number two, why is it a challenge to build relationships? Because we are holding on to past relationships. We're holding on to um, past friendships, people from the past, soul ties. Um, it, it, is, it is so sad um, how I've seen many people that um, they have no problem replacing the things of God, the people of God, to enter into a relationship, to have a boyfriend, to have a girlfriend. That they are able to replace their mentors. That they are able to replace people um, you know, spiritual people that can give them guidance, that can give them counsel, offer a relationship that they don't know if it's going to go well. You know, and, and we see that as a trend right now, that there are people right now that because their relationship with God is broken, um, the, the relationships that they are building have nothing to do with their purpose, have nothing to do with where God wants to take them. And we will become what we are tolerating. So if we tolerate those people, if we tolerate um, the, the sins of these people, we will eventually agree with that. Okay? James chapter 4, verse 4, it says that, that friendship with the world is an enemy of God. Okay? How many of you want to be an enemy of God? <laughs> negative. Oh, negative. Amen. You know, I don't want to be an enemy of God. I want that, that I have people around me that are praying for me, people that are around me that are giving me wise counsel, that are giving me the wisdom that I need, that, that people that are strong connections, um, you know, that will help me align myself to God. So write this down. How can we build godly um, friendships, relationships? How can, how can we strengthen them? Okay. Um, and, and, and first, there's three kinds, okay? There's three kinds. There's the, the first one, there's, there's acquaintances, okay? Um, casual friendships, casual relationships. We see them all the time, okay? Um, number two, there's intimate relationships. 
So first, casual. These are people that, that you see every now and then in the church, um, in your school. Um, you know, maybe um, family members that you see every now and then that you don't see them all the time. Number two, intimate relationships. These can be familiar relationships, um, like family relationships, um, best friends, people that you're close to at school, in your job, um, co-disciples. <clears throat> and then number three, there's covenant relationships. Okay, First Samuel chapter 18, verse 1 through 4. I'm not going to go to it, but Jonathan and David, they made a covenant with each other. Um, they, were, they were best buds, you know, and, and they had a covenant before God with each other. Um, so covenant relationships are ministerial relationships, um, mentors, a husband, a wife, um, kingdom relationships. These are covenant um, relationships. These should be the ones that we're investing most of our time in. Okay, and even in the ministry, we're going to have intimate relationships, we're going to have casual relationships, but um, the, the main relationships that will always remain are, are covenant relationships, the relationships that you make out of a covenant with God. Those are the ones that will eventually remain. Amen? Amen. 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 So, so write this down. We need discernment to be able to perceive these kind of relationships. We need discernment to be able to perceive these relationships. We need discernment. We need to, what is discernment? It is, it is spiritual knowledge. It is spiritual perception about something. Um, you perceive something about someone. Um, you know, it's something that you know about someone. It is spiritual perception. So um, we need that to be able to enter into these kind of relationships. I know that when, when uh, me and my wife, we were getting married, um, uh, we, we started um, to, to build um, relationships um, that, that were couples. You know, um, we, we had a couple of friends that we would hang out with them, um, you know, and, and for that season in our lives, you know, um, we learned a lot of things from them. You know, it was, it was a season that God was, was taking us because we were taking the good, we were taking the bad. Um, you know, uh, we were discarding the battle, sorry. We were, we were taking in, you know, um, because we, we didn't have um, people around us that, that were married, you know. So, so it was a new season in our lives. And we, we perceived that it was important for us to build those kind of people in our lives, you know. And every season is different, you know. So that's why you have to perceive how it is in every season. Those people are not close to us anymore, you know. So you have to perceive which kind of relationships God is trying to put you in, in, in this season. Um, so with that being said, if you're the smartest in your group, <laughs> you're in the wrong crowd. <laughs> you have to be around people that, that are building you up, that you're learning from them, that you're, that you're strengthening that bondage. You know, and I'll tell Amen. you now, thank you for that, Amen. As far as here in the, in the ministry, um, I can tell you, and I'm sure that she can see as well, that, that the strongest relationships that right now we have in the church are our mentors. You know, the, the people that we are closest to in the ministry, um, not even any of our co-disciples, you know, because we built, a, a, we built that relationship. Some, some co-disciples, you know, they've left, they've gone to other churches, etc. cetera. Um, but but we've, we've been able to, to sustain that relationship, you know. Um, so, so we cannot be afraid of building new friendships. We must renew our minds. We must remove judgment. 
um, we cannot make friends um, in, in the church, in God, the same way that we did in the world. Okay? Um, there, there's, a, there's a pattern in the world. There's a, there's a way that, you know, that people would communicate, etc. cetera. In, in, in the kingdom of God, we have something in common. You know, we love Jesus. You know, we're not perfect. You know, we're not perfect. Um, all of us are different. We are all, we are all different. You and I, you have something that I need and, and vice versa, you know, and you pull from that when it comes to building relationships um, in the kingdom of God. Write this down as well. Acts chapter two, verse 42. Covenant relationships, they take time to build. <laughs> I would just like. Amen. Yes, true. There's a lot of people that, you know, they have um, a bunch of friends, which is good. You know, we need that. I have people that I'm, you know, that, uh, like I said, every season you, you need to perceive, you know, like, for example, there's a co-disciple that, that, you know, like that um, he, he's, it's, it's a season shift that's happening in his life. Um, you know, so I know that um, in the next season, you know, we're not going to be as close, you know, so, so you have to, you have to be able to perceive what, where it is that God is taking you, what kind of people God is bringing in your life, and they take time to build, okay, let me not go beyond, Acts chapter 2 verse 42, Acts chapter 2 verse 42, so it says, they were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer, okay? So they were devoting themselves to the teaching. They were devoting themselves to prayer. Um, another translation, it says they were devoting themselves to fellowship. To devote yourself, it means time, to take time to do it. Um, so that the apostles, they devoted themselves, okay? They, they, it took time to build that relationship. We all have busy schedules, all of you. Okay, we all have busy schedules. Not one person, you know, is eliminated from. But in this span of time, I want everybody to listen to me now. I'm about to close. In the span of this time, in our relationships, we must take risks. We must serve. We must honor. We must strengthen those relationships that God has put before our eyes. Okay, in this season, uh, in this season that we are going through right now with the coronavirus season, um, I feel that many of you, you've gone distant. I feel like many of you, like I go months, weeks without hearing from you, you know, and, and that cannot be going on, you know, I, I, there's many of you that it's been, you know, it's, you know, I probably talk to my mentor like almost every day or every other day, you know, um, we try to keep that relationship, you know, it's healthy for you to be listening to that, you know, um, yes, we all have busy schedules. But it is important for you, you know, when, when a relationship is valuable to you, you will not take it for granted. You will be in relationship with that person. There's people right now that they only reach out to me whenever they need something. They call me whenever they need something. They never ask, mentor, how are you? You know, mentor, you know, I'm praying for you. This, you know, this and that, you know, how are you, you know, and, and, and it cannot go on like this. You know, and, and I tell you guys from the bottom of my heart, because my heart is to serve all of you. You know, my heart is to be there for you all. But we also want to keep that strong relationship, even with each other, 
even with each other. You know, many of you, I'm sure that you probably haven't heard from one another in ages, you know, and, and, and um, I know that we're going through this pandemic. I know that we're going through this situation, but this should not stand in the way of you building that relationship, calling one another. Hey, how are you? Let's pray together. You know, how's your family doing? How's everything doing? It is so important, guys, in these times for us to be connected, for us to be aligned together, because the Bible says that a kingdom divided cannot stand. A kingdom divided cannot stand. When you are divided, listen, you have hidden agenda, hidden motives. Um, Judas was distant from the rest of the disciples. Judas was, was following, but from afar, you know, and he was following, but he was following from afar. We could be following, but we could be not connected. We could be following from afar. And my heart is that all of you here, that, that you are here to stay. Can I hear an amen? Amen. That you are here. Amen. You know, and, and I, I want all of you amen. to work on building that relationship, you know, building that strong connection. It takes time to build that relationship. Okay. Um, the next one. Our hearts must be devoted to fellowship. I just said it to you right now. Devotion is when our hearts are set on something. Okay? Some of you right now, your heart is set on something else. <laughs> your heart is set on something else. Some people, they never switch from, from those connections that they've built to connections in the kingdom of God. Okay, and as long as you have those connections in your life, listen to this, as long as you still have those connections, um, going back to the world, backsliding, retreating from the things of God, it will always be a possibility. Amen? Amen. Wow, amen. Amen. It will always be a possibility. Listen, if I were to go back, I have nothing to go back to. <laughs> I don't have any strong connections in the world you know um it, it is a tough season you know we we have you know a lot of my close friends in the kingdom of god they you know they've gone to other churches it's not bad you know but it's just a, you know you have busy lives and what was connecting us was the ministry you know so so now it's time to build other relationships and the same for you guys you know and, and i thank god that god did that because it has strengthened my relationship with my mentor you know, back then, you know, my relationship was with my co-disciples. Now I can say, now we can both say that, that our strongest relationship in the ministry, what keeps us grounded is our mentor. And that's how it should be. You know, it should be because th that's the relationship that's going to edify you. It's going to correct you. It's going to give you the counsel that you need. And I thank God, you know, it's taken me 10 years, you know, to build that, that strong um, connection. Um, and it's a blessing, you know, I can tell you it's, it's, it's something out of this world, you know, and, and I, I, I encourage you guys to do the same with us. You know, we, we want to get closer to you guys. We want to build a strong relationship with you all. It takes time to build that relationship. It takes time. Um, but we must, our hearts must be set on it. We must be devoted to it. You must be committed to it. If you don't commit to it, then it's not going to happen. Amen. 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 You must be con committed. Amen. I would say here, maybe like one, one person, I would say that I, that I, maybe two, that 
I, I see often in, in, the, in the campus, you know, or, or I interact with them. Um, but even still, you know, as far as like communicating a lot, I would say maybe only one person in this chat, you know, and I say that so that because when, when we're not connecting, the devil's having like his party in your mind, you know, maybe there's thoughts that are going on in your mind. I don't know what wicked thoughts are going on in your mind, you know, and that's why God has planted these relationships. God has brought you these relationships. You know, even each other, you know, what was the last time that one of you even interacted with one another, you know, since this coronavirus? Don't allow that to happen. Don't get disconnected. You know, even myself, you know, as I was listening to this, I was like, man, you know, I, I need to, you know, there's some co-disciples out there that, that they need me to, 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 to talk to them, to speak to them. And likewise, you know, we need to strengthen our relationship. You need to continue to build upon that relationship. Are you receiving? Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. So God, he Thank wants you. us surrounded with people that will have our backs in the middle of the storm. A lot of us, we don't know who to go to because we don't have kingdom friendships, kingdom relationships. As far as me, when I go through a storm, I know who to go to. You know, at the beginning, sometimes it might be um, scary. You know, you think you're going to get judged. You think you're going to get criticized. I don't feel like that anymore with, with our mentors. You know, we, we've gone beyond that. Um, I believe Amen. me and my wife, we've gone beyond that with them. Um, you know, and, and we've had really good relationships, you know, and, 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 um, and we want that to become the norm uh, with all of you. So, so um, and write this down as well. It doesn't matter the quantity, okay? Oh my God, I need a thousand different French friends in the church. I need to know everybody. I need to know where they're from. I need to know the net they're in. You don't need a thousand connections. All it takes is that one person, you know, that, that could be a, a, an iron in your life, that could sharpen your life. You know, in my case, it's, it's you know, of course, um, you know, like she, you know, she's there for me, you know, um, obviously she's my best friend, you know, um, but like, but when she wasn't there, there were people that got put in my life, you know, and right now at your season, there where you are, there's people that God has put or people that God wants to put in your life. And you have to go after those relationships. You have to build upon Amen. those relationships. So Amen. you need a thousand friends. All it takes is one person that you can trust. And all it takes is two people that you can trust in. Okay. Um, Write this down. It is easy to walk away from casual or from intimate relationships, but you cannot walk away from covenant relationships. Amen. Amen. I just said, uh, you know, as far as this ministry goes, you know, like, like um, yesterday, I'll tell you guys, I was doing something for my mentor at the campus. Um, I was notarizing um, one of his papers. He wanted me to notarize something for him. He had discipleship with Apostle Frank. So we met up over there. Um, I was in his car. He was already inside. So I was in the car by myself. And, and, and Apostle Frank, you know, like he, he's coming in and he sees me. And, you know, I just say hi. You know, I'm thinking he's just going to go inside. And he just knocks on the door. He's like, oh, you know, can you open up? I want to, you know, speak to you, you know. And, and it was such an awesome conversation, you know, that he was following up on me and making sure we're doing good. 
Um, you know, he said he misses us. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's such a, it's such the relationships that we build here. And once again, you know, it's, we're not a perfect church, um, you know, but, but um, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, and, and next week is our anniversary, you know, my, me and my wife, um, our wedding anniversary. So, um, Amen. You know, you start like thinking, you know, everything that happened on that day, how beautiful it was. And I'm like, man, you know, like that, you know, he, he took his time out of his busy schedule to be able to minister to us, to be able to pray for us, to be able to be there on that day, on that special day, you know, so, so that means a lot, you know, and, and um, those are the relationships that we want to have. You know, I was talking to him this morning. Um, he was telling hey, me, like to me, Jordan, you know, he said, I'm committed to you and your wife, um, you know, so, so, so um, I'm committed to them, you know, I'm committed to them, to my mentors, we're committed to them, you know, they've been such a blessing in my life, and I'm sure that you guys can say the same thing, you know, and, and we're building upon that relationship, you know, maybe you might say, oh, no, but, you know, it's because you haven't taken the time hey, to build upon that relationship. I would say maybe since the pandemic, I've probably seen maybe like like two or three people, um, you know, that we've actually fellowship. Um, George, I think last month, right, or two months ago, um, Tiziano, Catalina, and, and Agustina, you know, um, you know, that we've been able to fellowship. Um, you know, we, we want to be able to do that, you know, and, and um, you know, I know that right now with this whole pandemic thing, it, it makes it complicated, but, um, but we can't set limits, amen? We are reachable. And we want you guys to continue to reach out to us. Amen. Amen. Did you amen. Guys amen. 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 Everybody received? I only heard two amens. Amen. Amen. Okay. Awesome. Yes, sir. So there where you are, amen. if you just close your eyes. Um, close your eyes there where you are. Um, we're gonna begin to pray. Um, as a matter of fact, if you have questions, um, I'm, you know, um, I wanted to finish by 8.30, but um, if you have questions, please um, feel free to write them on the chat. I'll try to be as brief as possible. Anything that has to do with relationships, um, I want to take the time to answer those questions. So close your eyes. Heavenly Father, right now, I just pray, Lord, for every person that is here right now. And as I'm praying, I feel like many of you... Um, uh, many of us, we have to repent because our relationship. We are reaching the end of this podcast, and I just want to take the time to thank you for listening throughout this message. I believe that it ministered to you, that it impacted you, that it gave you a new revelation and a fresh insight of the presence of the love of God. Thank you so much. I want to take this time to speak to those that are here for the first time. Maybe it's your second time. Maybe you don't know you came here lost and, and you need God. You need the presence of God. The Bible says that Jesus, he is welcoming us with open arms. The Bible says that, that all of us have sinned, that all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. I want to invite you today to make this prayer with me to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and your Savior. There where you are, I want you to say with me, Dear Heavenly Father, I receive your presence. I receive your love. 
I repent of all of my sins and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you once again. If you are, if you, if you received, if something happened, if you have a testimony, feel free to message to us. Refer this to someone, someone that needs it, someone that needs a miracle from God. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell those that are around you so that they can listen and so that they can be filled as well with the presence of God. Look forward to seeing you the next time. God bless you.